Jeremiah chapter 17, and I will read from verse 5 onwards. Jeremiah chapter 17, from 5 onwards. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from God. Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from God. God says this to people that the people who leave God and who say that I don't need God in my life, I can do it on my own, and I'm pretty smart, and I have my resources, why do I need God? All those people, they can only go to a certain point. Beyond that, they can never make progress because God is not their strength anymore. So whatever they do will not have the blessing of God. On the contrary, it will have the curse of God. But let's go to verse 6. Those who don't trust in man but trust in God. Those who don't depart from God but stay with God. Let's just go to verse 6. Jeremiah 17 verse 6. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not seek when good comes. But shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. So the person who does not trust God, who makes himself as God, who trusts in flesh and who says, I don't need God, he will be like a shrub in the desert. Yes, it's a desert area, but in that desert, he'll be like a little shrub. And when good comes, he will not really see good. He's not going to enjoy what God is doing. But he shall inhabit the parched places in the desert. So even in the desert, where there's dryness and where there's no fertility, God says, a person who makes himself as God will inherit that. He's not going to get the blessing of God. There's no prosperity, ultimate prosperity for the wicked. There's no ultimate prosperity for the wicked. No matter what he has, he doesn't really have in his hand. It's like trying to gather or get oil in your hands. You know, try to get oil in your hands, see what will happen. It'll just flow right through. Try to get water in your hands. You know, you can cup, but try to get oil in your hands. It'll just flow right through. So not even that water but it's more like a slippery thing that just goes away. He just feels the wetness of the oil, but he really can't hold any blessing in his hand. So God says, this is how the wicked will be. This is how those who say, I don't need God, and I'm God, and I can do it on my own. They can only do certain things. Suddenly cancer comes. They can't do anything. And there are many, many people who had a lot of wealth when COVID came the first time, they were in the hospitals. Until then, they thought that they could actually win the world or they could take over the world. And they, think that, they were thinking that, oh, my company is making this much profit and I have this much wealth and I have all these savings and I have all these stocks and I have all these wealth accumulated. But it just took seconds for them suddenly to come down with a COVID, where that little virus took over their lungs, and they had no power over their bodies. And they were in the hospital looking to see how I can use all my wealth and buy five more minutes in this world. And they were not able to. That's how it is. When people who don't have God, they think they have control over their lives. They think that they are God. But 
they're not. And so what happens is, their portion that they have in this world is like the flower that is on top of the grass that fades away. When the wind blows, when death comes, when disaster comes, you know a lot of people in certain places, they have big mansions and everything. It takes one earthquake to just shake everything, everything comes crumbling down. They have no ultimate security in this world without God. But God says this for His people. Let's go to verse 7. There's a contrast that the Spirit of God, Spirit of God is shown over here. For a person who trusts in himself, he has no security, he has nothing that will stand, that will, that will last. But for those who trust in God and not in themselves, who do not depart from God, but who will stay with God, what will happen? Jeremiah 17 verse 7, this is, a promise, this is a prophecy that God is giving for us during this season. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Blessed is a person who is trusting in God, whose hope is in God. What is hope? Hope is looking for something that you know that you are going to get. You're hoping, you're really hoping that this is going to happen. That's faith. Faith is something you really hope for, that you don't have, but you really hope for that's going to happen. And God says, when you take God to be your God, and your hope is in Him that He'll work on everything. When you trust in God with all your heart and your hope is fully in Him, your whole life will pan out to be such a, a glorious way where the other fellow or the other guy who says that, I don't need God, and he departs from God. See, when God says, He's speaking to his people, and he's speaking to Israel. The person who wants you, God, the person who knew about God, who says that, you know what, I don't need to be with God. I can manage on my own. And he leaves God. He was with God at one point, and he leaves God, and he comes to this side. God says, people who depart like that and come over there, they come away from the blessing of God. They move from the land of blessing and they move into the land of curses. When they go into the land of curses, whatever curse that is upon the land will rest upon them. But those who stay with God and stay in a place of blessing, God says, God is going to bless them. Even if they're in the desert place, they will still thrive. Let's go to verse 8, Jeremiah 17, verse for he shall be planted, he shall be like a tree planted by waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaves will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, will, nor will cease from yielding truth. There's a promise that God is giving for his people. Those who trust in God and who hope in him, they keep God as their hope, and God is their only hope. For such people, God says, these people will be like the tree that is planted by the water. That means they have a steady supply of water that is coming. Its roots, they just grow deep and it just spreads out, it just goes everywhere. And what will happen is, even when heat comes, God is never saying heat will not come. He says, even when heat comes, it's not going to affect the tree. Yes, heat will come, but it's not going to affect the tree. Its leaves will be green. And even if drought comes, it's not going to affect the tree. It's not going to stop it from bearing fruit. No matter what happens, your circumstances will not affect you in a negative way. 
Your circumstances will not affect you in a negative way. There's a prophecy God is giving to our church at this hour, giving to each one of us. No matter what happens in our lives, it is not going to affect you in a negative way. That means whatever God has invested in you and whatever you're drawing from the Spirit of God, the river of God that is going through you and it is coming, will come out. External circumstances will not stunt your growth. External circumstances will not stop you from bearing fruit. There's the word of God that God is giving to us. So it's important for us to not keep our eyes on the heat. We should not be standing and saying, let me look at the weather, let me look at the weather, let me look at the weather. I'm not talking about the climate outside. I'm talking about the things that happen. People keep their eyes on this. Oh, this is happening. That's happening. This is happening. As long as you keep your eyes on the heat, then you know what will happen? You give power to the heat at that point. And the heat will scorch you. But if you keep your eyes on the Lord, because your hope is in Him, your hope is not in the weather, but your hope is in God. If you are a farmer who sits all the time and check the weather and say, let me see the weather. Is it going to rain? It's not going to rain. Is it going to be cloudy? Oh, it's not going to be cloudy. It's going to be sunny? Oh, it's not going to be sunny. Or it's going to be hot? Oh, the weather says, oh, that means I'm not going to have the fruit that I'm expecting. According to our expectation, it will happen. We will not receive anything. You know why? Because our hope is not in God. Our hope is in the weather. If your hope is in your circumstances, then you will not receive that which God has for you. If your hope is in the circumstances, your circumstances will take the life out of you. This is the word of God that God is giving to us at this hour. If your eyes fall upon your circumstances, your circumstances, like a leaf, will take the life out of you. Whatever God wants to do in your life, your circumstances will come and just wipe it out. If your eyes are upon the drought or the famine or is it going to rain or is it going to be you know harvest that I'm going to get is it based on the season God is speaking to our hearts at this hour is it based on season are you thinking oh boy this time of the year is it going to rain it's not going to rain am I going to get the former rain am I going to get the latter rain am I going to get the rain period Oh, and if it looks like it's not going to rain, all of a sudden the person feels like they're going to get dizzy and they're going to already, they're already planning that they're not going to get the harvest. If we go by our circumstances, God says, we will not see the glory of God. If you go by your circumstances, you will not see the glory of God. If you look at what your map says and what your weather says and what your church says and what your report says and what your body says and what your husband says and what your wife says and what your kids says and what your brain says, what your mind says and whatever it says, contrary to God's word, you will not receive what God has. So what is very important here? Your hope should be in God. Those who trust in God and hope in God, what are you going to hope? There's a scripture in the Bible that says, God gives to those who expect something, their expected end. What do you want to get? Are you expecting that? What are you looking for? Are you hoping in God to obtain that from His hands? Is God your trust? Is He your hope? Has He become your hope? God is speaking to our heart of desire. If you make God to be your only hope, if you make God to be your only hope, if your trust is in Him, no matter what happens, you choose not to look at that, but you choose to look to God. Because 
Fruit bearing comes from where? From God. He's the one who gives us the fruit. So if it rains, praise the Lord. If it doesn't rain, praise the Lord. You know why? Our harvest comes from God. We have to be people who do not rely on our circumstances. No matter what the forecast is, no matter what your circumstance may be, no matter whatever may come your way, you have to train yourself not to be moved by that. You have to tell yourself, I don't care whatever is happening right now because I know the outcome comes from my God. He gives me the result. He gives me the truth. So, doesn't matter if the heat is there. Doesn't matter if the drought is there. Doesn't matter whatever it may be. Even in winter as we sang, in winter I shall bring forth fruit. No matter what happens in our lives. No matter what season it may be. Even if this fire, wildfire all over and it is coming so close to our crops. Are we going to get scared? Even if it touches our crops, are we going to get scared? No. You know why? Because the yield comes from God. God is able to give something even out of that which is burnt. God is able to give something out of even that which is dead. God is able to do anything. So our focus should never be on how everything appears. If we look at our circumstances, any of our circumstances look favorable, we say, oh, I want to give a testimony because it looks favorable. That means we are going by sight and not by faith. Even when it looks opposite, it is important for us to praise it. When it looks opposite, that is the time we should praise it even more. That's the time we have to really make a scene before the devil and say, Hey, I'm not looking at what you're showing because what you're showing is not true. What my God has said is true because He is the truth. So He shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river. Now our roots need to go deep into the river of God, the Holy Spirit. Our roots must go deep into the river of God, the Holy Spirit. Wherever we go, our roots must always touch the river of God. It has to be always there. You know, as we were doing the worship, the Spirit of God was showing me, you know, the olden days, electric trains that we used to see. There's a child, I don't know how many of you saw that, I've seen that. God brought that to me, where the train goes and it has the... Like this little metal thing that goes from top, it touches the you know the wire that goes. It has to be touching that all the time. If it doesn't touch that, it's not going to run. And the Lord also brought to me cell phone. If you go into a dead zone, what is what is the, the dead zone? The dead zone is a zone where you don't have the reception. The dead zone is the zone where you don't have any connection at all. Absolutely no connection to the tower. If there's no connection to the tower, then you're not going to receive anything from whatever you need to get from the tower in order to have your phone working. Our God is there all the time, day and night, to bless us. And our connection has to be there with Him all the time, all the time, as long as we are connected. Even if there's heat, heat will come. Even if there's drought, drought will come. But that is not going to determine your outcome. It is not going to determine whether God's word is going to be fulfilled in your life or not. I want to repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Your circumstances should not determine whether God's word is going to be fulfilled in your life or not. Our faith plays a big role in it. If I don't believe whatever God has said will say to one side, it will not happen. But if my faith is unshakable, 
If my faith is unshakable, no matter what happens around me, my trust is in Him and I hope in Him, no matter what happens, what He said will come to pass. This drought is not going to affect my fruit bearing. This heat is not going to affect what my God has spoken to me. When we have that kind of a confidence, we will bear fruit. It's not going to affect us all. In order for that to happen, in order for us to have that kind of a faith, our root must go deep and it has to go into the river where constantly, constantly, constantly we receive from the Holy Spirit His power, His strength. Always remember, faith comes from God. It's borrowed faith. Faith comes from God. God gives it to us and it's an investment from God. He invests His faith into us. So understand it. Even if the tiny faith is God's faith, it can do big things. That's why it can do big things. Because it is from God, faith can do big things because it's from God. And as we take that faith and we put it to use, that faith will grow. That's where we grow from faith to faith. One level of faith. Little faith to medium faith. From medium faith to big faith. And your graph will keep going bigger and bigger and bigger until we have this perfect faith. And this is where God will take us through different trials to strengthen our faith. Test our faith and that faith will get stronger. Test our faith and the faith will get stronger. God is speaking to our heart at this hour. Our roots must grow deep. It needs to grow, it needs to go into the river. Every time it gets the food and nutrients from the soil and the river that God has provided, the roots are going to grow even stronger and even deeper. It is God who gives us that faith. It is God who gives us a river. It is God who grows our roots. It is God who does everything. But you know what? We need to be by the river. It is very important. In order to have the immovable faith, in order for us to have the unshakable faith, in order for us to have this God kind of faith, in order for us to have the faith that will bring to pass that which God has spoken, in order for us to have the faith that will bring to pass every word that God has spoken, our roots must grow deep and it should go into the river of God that God has placed. If we as God's people stay by the river of God, that is Jesus. If we as God's people stay by the river of God, then we are guaranteed to receive everything that God has for us. Praise be to God. This is the promise that God is giving to us in this month and during this season where we can lay hold of this word that God has given and keep it into our spirit and take it with us for the rest of our lives. It's not just for this month, it's for the rest of our lives. If we get a hold of this principle and hold on to this, God will give us this unshakable faith. As we grow in faith, we'll become stronger and stronger and stronger. We will not be affected by our surroundings. The Bible says, Abraham was not weak in faith. He was so strong in faith, he did not waver at the promise. Even though his body was dead, even though his wife's body was dead, he was not weak in faith and he did not waver at all. That is why 
he became the father of faith and because he became the father of faith he became the father of nations i want to say this one more time abraham was not weak in faith he grew his faith grew from the land of the chaldeans when god brought him with the faith he had he came but as he trusted god his faith began to grow and grow and grow he became strong in faith when he became strong in faith his faith was put to test on every level and when the ultimate test came he became the father of faith it was proven he became the father of faith when he became the father of faith the spirit of god brought to him that which he had promised not only the child but becoming the father of nations becoming the father of nations by becoming the father of faith he became the father of nations god is speaking to our heart to desire whatever god has spoken to you don't let it go whatever god has spoken to you no matter what it may be it will come to pass as long as you don't keep your eyes on the surrounding but keep your eyes on god almighty even when heat comes even when drought comes even when whatever comes whatever wind whatever wave whatever it may be it will not affect the tree whose roots are in the river deep spreading wide in the river you know how those trees were stand so strong because of its connection with god the faith is so strong because the roots are so deep the faith is so strong immovable the roots are so deep the faith is so strong the roots are so deep the faith is so strong because the roots are so deep because of that they are not affected by the external circumstances you know many times people can ask this question how can i have this strong faith how can i have this immovable faith how can i have this faith that will not go up and down how can i have this your roots must go deep into the river of god your roots must go deep into the river of god it is so important to stay by the river of the holy spirit and give yourself over to the word of god the application of the word of god is very important being a hearer and a doer of the word is very important to becoming successful in our walk with God. And as the Spirit of God grows us through His Word, because faith comes by hearing. Hearing gives us what we need for the doing. And when we do it, our faith grows. It grows. It's like we get the food, and when we eat the food, we grow. We get the food, and we eat the food, and we grow. God gives us the food. That's the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing. When we hear the Word of God, it's like having the food before us in the plate. Now we are having it, we're seeing it. The application part is the eating part and the digesting part. When that is done, you will grow. Your faith will grow. That which you heard, if you just are a hearer of the Word and not a doer, then you're not going to accomplish anything because it's like having the plate in front of you and not eating. It's just going to waste. God is speaking at this hour. The Spirit of God, who is in our midst, is speaking at this hour. He says, if you want to be like a tree that will not be shaken, that will not be dependent on its circumstances, that will not be moved when He comes, that will not be moved when God comes, God says, you must have your roots grow deep into the river. The Holy Spirit who brings the Word to us. Then, what will happen is God says that you will bring forth this kind of fruit which is not dependent. This fruit is not dependent on its circumstances. So that's what verse 8 says that such trees are not bothered by heat nor worried by long months of drought 
their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. If you want to be a person who will never stop producing fruit, God says, stay by the river, let your roots grow deep. Let your roots grow deep. Let your roots grow deep. As you absorb more, your roots are going to grow deep. Stay by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you one more scripture before we close for this evening. Let's just go to Isaiah chapter 58. There's a promise that God is giving. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11. I'm going to read from New King James Version we have. We'll read from there. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like watered gardens and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. The Lord will guide you to what extent? All the way to glory. And how frequently? Continually. Continually. There's no stopping in the leading, guiding, providing hands of God. As long as we stay within His will, God says. He will guide you non-stop. God will guide you non-stop. And He will satisfy your soul in drop. When there is drop, when there is no rain, when there is a famine, when everything is taken away, so to speak, all around us, everybody is suffering from something. God says, during that period, God will satisfy your soul. This is a blessing that God is giving us. It's a, it's a very beautiful blessing because it's a blessing for our body, a blessing for our soul. God is speaking to our souls, just like Psalm 23. He will satisfy our souls. God will satisfy our souls. When you see famine all around, when you see famine for word all around, when you see drought everywhere, and people are not able to get water, God says, I will satisfy your souls. When? In drought. See, He's not changing the season. He's not removing what is happening. But in the midst of it, God says, I'm the Lord God who opens streams in the desert. Hallelujah. I'm the Lord God who opens streams in the desert. Hallelujah. I'm the Lord God. I'm not taking the desert away, but I'm opening streams in the desert. That's where the miracle working hand of the Lord comes in. He says, I will not take away the drought, but in drought, I will satisfy your soul. Not just give a little bit. He will satisfy me. We feel so full. We feel satisfied. Where? In the drought. And God will strengthen your bones. If you have weak bones, and if you have problems with your bones, you can lay hold of the scripture and say, Lord, you have said in your word that you will strengthen my bones. I believe your word. Strengthen my bones, Lord. And ask God. Take this word before God and say, Lord, strengthen my bones. Strengthen my bones. God is saying, He will strengthen our bodies. When? In drought. God will satisfy our soul. In drought, God will strengthen our body. When everything looks adverse, God says, It is there. I will cause you to prosper. I will cause you to thrive in the midst of adversity. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Where? In the midst of drought, in the midst of famine, in the midst of a desert area, God says, You will be like a plant that is flourishing as if it's by the river. You know why? Because we are connected to the river of all rivers, 
that comes from the throne of God. When we give our thoughts over to God, we say, Lord, I will put my trust in you and in you alone. I will put my trust in you and in you alone. My hope is in you and on nothing else. All other ground is sinking sand. Everything, whatever I may get in my hands, it may look like this is the reality. Do you know what? That is not. God's word supersedes every word of man. God's word supersedes every word. It overrides every word that comes from whichever place it may be, whichever source it may be, whichever form it may be. God is speaking to our hearts. He says, when we put our trust in Him and not look at our circumstances, even if there's drought, even if there's heat, God says, in the midst of it, He will satisfy us. In the midst of it, he will strengthen us. In the midst of it, He will flourish us. This is the promise God is giving to us. No matter what your circumstance may be, in the midst of that, He will do a miracle for us. This is when it will be a miracle. When the famine is still there and the tree flourishes. I want to say this one thing and I'm going to finish. Moses was taking his sheep and he's going by the mountain of God. As he was going by the mountain of God, all of a sudden something caught his attention. You know what it was? It was something that was abnormal. If it was normal, he would have just passed by. But that particular day, he saw this green bush burning. He said, what is this? A green bush burning. How can this green bush burn? How can it burn? And he was drawn towards that and there was God. Every abnormal situation is allowed by God in order for you to draw closer to Him and in order for you to see the glory of God. Every adverse situation in our lives has been allowed by God to draw us closer to God and for God's glory to be revealed to us. God is speaking at this hour. We have a lot to praise Him for. Our trials are allowed by God. It draws us nearer to God. And it brings the glory of God upon our lives. The heat will be there. The valley will be there. But He says, you shall not see the wind. You shall not see the rain. But you shall see the valley filled with water. This is who our God is. This is who our God is. In the midst of the impossible situation, He does wonders. And that's where the glory of God will be seen. If you want all flesh to see the glory of God through you, expect God to do something in your life while the heat is there. Expect God to do something in your life while the drought is there. Expect God to do something in your life while the famine is there. Expect God to do something in your life when everything looks opposite. Expect God. Your expectation should be out of Him. Your hope should be in Him. And the word from God is, your expectation shall not be cut off. And our God will make sure He will give you His expected end that He has for you. And your expected end in Him that you have in Him according to his will what did God just say now 
the Lord says, He has an expected end for you. When you look to Him and you align yourself with His will and you expect the impossible from His hand, you are having your expectation according to His expectation. Now, it just lines up together. God says, that expected end shall be given to you. That expected end shall be given to you. Your hope shall not be cut off. Your expectations shall not be cut off. That which God has spoken shall come to pass. If your roots grow deep, if your root grows into that river, and if it spreads because of you being by the river, and being a hearer and a doer of the word of God, and believe in every word that he has spoken, even if the heat comes, you say, I'm not going to look at the heat because this is not my source of blessing. Oh, if the drought comes, I'm not going to look at the drought because that is not my source of blessing. It is God who gives to me. Hallelujah. He is the one who gives feed to the sower and bread to the eater. Not the weather. Not the weatherman. Not the report. Not the news. Not our surroundings. Not what we see or hear. But what he has said. He said in the draw you'll bring forth fruit. In every season, you'll bring forth fruit. In adverse situations, your expectation shall not be cut off. It is in that place, God says, He will satisfy your soul. In that place, God says, you will be like a watered garden and like spring of water whose waters will not fail. Shall we stand up together?